When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. Hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're going to have a Who Wore It Better segment uh, coming mm-hmm. up online very soon. Now, you made me take my the top my top shirt off. So now people are going to be like, he, what's this bag walking around? You can in take a tank another. Well, take for. another picture. That's fine. So I'm wearing a skull necklace because I needed to accessorize today. So she's wearing a, like, a, as you call it, cabin cozy mm-hmm. attire. It looks like a really cozy, comfy, like a baggy cardigan. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then underneath it, you have like a black tank top on. Mm-hmm. And then you have this gold skull. Now, I haven't said anything about the skull all day because I pick and choose. You know, I'm the one who's got to be in here in the lion's den mm-hmm. with you, queen. We walk outside to get a drink, go to the bathroom, and they're holding this fake meeting out in the hall. Oh, yeah. No real meetings happen in broad daylight in public. It's like, like a little hotel lobby, a miniature hotel lobby, because there's seating and a right. table out there, and they're all sitting in the chairs. I bet you, you know, there was probably someone who said, you know, I haven't seen this get used yet. We spent all this money, and so now they're having meetings out there. You just nailed it. But as we walk out there, then I guess I went potty but did they all turn on you because of the skull what happened well Rocco goes Donna what are you doing going all goth and I have no idea what he was talking about I go what about this outfit is goth it's cozy yeah I have tan boots on with a tan sweater yes super cozy that's it but and he goes oh you're wearing a skull necklace I go oh I like skulls it is a pretty big skull and when I put it on, I was just saying, you know, here's what you have to understand is people are seeing, like, if you, if I walked into this, you'd be like, whoa, 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 hang on. But we've talked about this before. What, what you need to do to be the person who is known for just doing whatever they want, like Quinn, our social media guy, I don't, he's just in something different every day. And it's just like, okay, he's just a risk taker with, with fashion, marches to the beat of his own drum. Hmm. I didn't get that vibe. Really? Yeah. He just he's just a nice dresser. Well, yes, but it it's not typical like he, the guy in shopping at Sears. It's very sure. very hipstery Trendy. stuff. Yes, high water suspenders. There's one day it looked like he was like a beekeeper or something. There's interesting <laughs> stuff that he's doing. So he looks like he would fit in on a red carpet. But what you have to do, you have to do a week of it. You if if you're the person who's tired of how you dress at work, and you want to dress differently and not have people gawk at you and like, oh, I've never seen that before. 
I think you're five days away. Or maybe Rocco just needs to not be insulting. Well, I mean, this is a very subtle accessory. It's not like I came to work wearing what Harry Styles had on yesterday (laughs) on the red carpet, like a clown jester jumpsuit. It's just a very subtle addition to an outfit. Yes, he was just referencing the skull. But the point is, if you want people to stop giving you crap about stuff, and I'm t- talking to me, talking to anybody, I used to wear like a new shirt to uh, to high school or go shorter on the sides on my hair for the first, like years ago I did yeah. this, and then I was like, oh no, like I don't want people to go, oh, we got a haircut here. But you know what? Start doing your hair weird enough for a long enough time, people are like, whatever, weird hair guy. But you know what? To me, that sounds like a you problem. Me, wait, me now or not them? you, but them. Okay. Like that's, I wouldn't be like, oh, I need to accommodate them. That sounds like a them problem. Absolutely. Most of the time that anybody says anything, they're actually talking about themselves. We're often projecting. Correct. But when once you go a week of dressing wacky, now you are the bold person on the other side, and they know there goes a bold person doing bold things that I wish I could do, but I'm shy person. Yes, which explains a lot. We should Rocco. go beat the crap out of Rocco. I think we should, like... <laughs> Let's get Rocco. Mike, are you in? Uh, I love Rocco. I, I mean, know. I don't really care. It sounds like I do. I'm just curious. It's a fake meeting. Come on, Rocco. Yeah. Did he literally... Rocco. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to... Oh, yeah. Real productive He's about to jump in, isn't he? Guys. No, no, no. Right. Hey, Rocco. Here, wait. Uh, that one's on over there. Um, do you want to talk about your projections? What's going on? Donna thinks um, <laughs> that she's being singled out by you and that you're being mean to her. And then we started talking about fashion. Now, we have made fun of a lot of Rocco's fashion before, too. Yeah. But look at me. I'm dressed like an uh, office dude today. You yeah, dress, you you're dressed like you're interviewing for a job elsewhere. I mean, it's not <laughs> Halloween and Donna's wearing a skull. It's just weird. That's fair. Skulls, okay. Yeah. Skulls are weird. Scar- skulls. Skulls. It's costume jewelry. It's just a piece of costume jewelry. Is it that it's juxtaposed off of the the cardigan? It just um, it just seems like Donna's real goth, and I didn't expect that side of her. What do you have to say to Rocco? There's nothing about this outfit that is goth. Um, This is like gold skull that is like five inches by five inches. (laughs) What if it was a dragon? Would that make a difference? Yeah, that'd be weird too. What if it was a bird? No, that's that'd be pretty, weird too. I bet. Well, no, a little softer, maybe. Yeah. Then you're like, what if it was a cross? Upside. Hey. Down? What if it was an upside down cross? Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like I'm getting attacked. I know. All right. Just want to know who hurt you. That's all. No, that we're having a meeting outside, and everybody a- sort of thinks it's a weird choice, but. I like weird. I just we didn't really expect it out of you. Now, that, now that we know that you're a goth. You know, Satanist, we can just approach you this differently. Is there a title that we should call you in this satanic house of worship? Or what's the right thing? I'm, Wait I'm a second. No, I was here. Anymore. I was here to mediate. So now Donna feels like you're picking. You see her, and you're you're always picking. Is it that you miss her? It is. You know, it's like when you're in fifth grade and you like a girl. So what you do is you <laughs> pick on her and make fun of her. But what you're really trying to say is. I love you, Donna. I can Sorry, love you. I can love you. Oh, my God. All right. You can go, Rocco. What's that bullcrap meeting about? There's no way that's a real... They're only using that because it was getting underused, 
and someone That's was true. like looking at the budget. Mary Shibley from Shibes B and Seaman was probably like, "You guys better use that. You use it or lose it." Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, we're having what we call promotions meeting. We talk about what do we need to promote on the station, what's coming up, what oh. should we think about. But you're right. Usually it's been in a conference room, but now we're sitting on like the cool, comfy chairs. Yeah. Are you guys around. talking about maybe getting uh, Donna and Steve, who have never been on a billboard, on a billboard? Ooh, is that, that what much of the chatter has been about? It hasn't come up, but huh? uh, we have talked about you three sitting in for Lori and Julia next Monday that's, because next Monday, yeah, they want to do it post Super Bowl. How come no one? Asked? <sighs> that's going to yeah, be my first day up. back from shredding gnar. I won't even have adjusted to the altitude down here. Where are you going, Breckenridge? Oh, that's right. I've been there. I love the Breckenridge. Yeah, you next said, Monday. get some oxygen. That's what you said. Get some oxygen. I've been doing cardio, and they said drink a ton of water in the days leading up to it, and that can help offset altitude sickness as well. <sighs> next Monday. Man, I had lunch planned with Lex. Well, no, it's from three to six, you, you know. That's fine. Whatever. Lex has to come in too, right? Yeah. yeah. Work fine. it out. Tell them that we, the on-air staff, not, mm-hmm. not Don and Steve, because we have to go see them in a second. Tell them that the on-air staff said, uh, screw off. All right, I'll go back to that All right. meeting. All right. and Thanks, Rocco. Hey, Radio. are we doing a cover yeah, story? Cover story. In yes, come on, eighteen minutes. All right, that's coming up eleven thirty. Rocco clock. Uh, I hope cover it's story. all Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, now you're all playing right, into it. All right, fine. Um, oh, well, let's take a quick little break. We need to get to this. Yes, the list of artists who have never, ever, ever won a Grammy. Beyonce set a record last night, winning her thirty second Grammy. Wait until you hear the list that combined have won zero. Grammys. That coming up next on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Oh boy. Hello. Welcome back. Donna and Steve, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, the big Z in the house. Zamboni. Hey, hey. Hey, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I feel good. Okay. Sticking okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Big Z. Z Dog. Z baby. Big Z, yeah. Mr. Boney. <laughs> I... Okay, forget it. Yep. Bone dog. Think anything with bone. Uh, you got to do... Like, I call you D-bone. Okay. Z-bone? We could do Z-bone. Hey, what up, Z-bone? Z-bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Q-dog. Q-dog and Z-bone. I like it. We got an alphabet thing going. Oh, this is fun. People will listen. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about people who never won a Grammy and were shocked by it. What's are we shocked by it? I think so. When I'm gonna rattle through a list, okay. And these people, uh, Beyonce has 32 Grammy wins, and I will read names of artists who have never won a Grammy, and then bear in mind that all of these people combined have won zero Grammys. And I'll start with this one. Speaking of uh, bones, dogs love a bone, right? Yes. Snoop Dogg, zero Grammys. Oh, wow. That's sh- I'm sure he was nominated. 16 times, Donna. You thought, oh. uh, I'm sure he was thinking one of these times it's going to work, right? There's a lot of Susan Lucci's in the world of music is what I found out. Dirk Bentley, who I found out a few years ago, not a group is a person. 14 nominations, zero Grammy wins. Who? Dirk Bentley. 
I thought it was Dirks and Bentley for a while. It's confusing because there's an S in his first name. Sure. Which is weird, like Steve's. Yeah, yeah, Mike's. yeah. I believe it's a maiden name. Jimi Hendrix. That's shocking. Icon, no Grammy, only one nomination. No, he died, of course, mm-hmm. very young. 27, yeah? Part of the 27 Club. Yeah, sad. Queen. Freddie Mercury's Queen. Four nominations, zero Grammy wins. Well, part of it is a couple of the people you've mentioned haven't lived long enough. Thick them up, yeah! <laughs> All right, fine. Thick them up, yeah. How about this one? The Beach Boys. They've been around long enough for you? Not long enough to collect one Grammy. Zero Grammys for the Beach Boys, guys. Mm. Clap two times in the air if that's Cray. The Monkees, they haven't won a Grammy, but you would expect them to win a Grammy. Although they could sneak in and win a Grammy with Song of the Year. You know, hey, hey, we're the Monkees. That was a big hit, but zero Grammys. Oh, Miley Cyrus, zero Dream Grammys. Believer. Yeah, she's got time. She's got time. Guns N' Roses, Donna, they've been, been around for a while. Zero Grammys. Three nominations, zero Grammys. How about the Supremes? Ever heard of them, Donna? I sure have, Steve. Well, they don't have a Grammy. Not a single Grammy win. Def Leppard, no Grammys and no nominations. Journey, zero Grammy wins. Rascal Flats, Donna. Zero Grammys. Broken Road. Broken Road. That's a great song. Life is a Highway, the cover of the Tom Cochran classic. Cat Stevens, zero Grammy wins. Why are you looking at me all weird? Is it Tom Cochran? I don't think so. It's something Cochran. I thought it was Tom Waits. No, it's definitely not Tom <laughs> okay. Waits. No. It's Tom Cochran. Tom Cochran. Okay. I'm sorry about that. And if you're ever in Pittsburgh, which would be nice at some point, there's a uh, Cochran Chevrolet. Oh, nice. Kid Rock. Zero Grammy wins. That's shocking. He had to be nominated for that. Well, he may have been nominated. He's had five nominations. Andy Williams, famed Andy Williams. Yeah, my mom loved him. Zero Grammy Grammy wins. I already said Kenny Chesney. I think Backstreet Boys, zero Grammy wins. Really? I mean, they had some big hits. Donna, I know you were stoned out of your mind in the 90s. (laughs) But they were huge. Yeah. Excuse okay. me. They were huge. So big. Cat Stevens, I said. Toby Keith, zero Grammys. The Who, zero Grammys. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Zero Grammys, zero nominations. Josh Groban, ever bleeping heard of him. Okay, that, that's surprising. Zero Grammys, hmm. four nominations. It really does put into perspective... Beyonce's 32. Yes. How about this one? Katy Perry. 13 Grammy nominations, a grand total of zero Grammys. Okay, that shocks me for sure. Heart. No, no. Four Nami's, no Grammys. Sorry. Tupac Shacker. Mm-hmm. Six nominations. 
zero Grammys. He was also young. He was young. When he died. I think he was uh, Tupac was probably 25, 26 when he died. Oh my god. That was crazy. He and Biggie both died in a year. Yeah. Maybe a 6-month stretch. I mean, crazy. Uh that's what I got. Thank you. All a grand total. I mean, who are you taking? Let me put it to you this way, okay? Who are you taking? In a trivia question, who has more Grammys? Beyonce or the combined totals of Miley Cyrus, The Beach Boys, Guns N' Roses, The Supremes, mm-hmm. Journey, Rascal Flats, Foreigner, Kenny Chesney, Kid Rock, Andy Williams, Backstreet Boys, Cat Stevens, Toby Keith, The Who, The Moody Blues, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Josh Groban, Hart, Katy Perry, Tupac, Run DMC, Queen, Jimi Hendrix, Joe Satriani, Dirk Bentley, Snoop Dogg. The Monkees. Say that? Monkeys. Um, yeah, it just goes to show that it is a prestigious award. People say we're monkeys. How about? Oh, oh, I need to complete this. <laughs> no, please make it stop right now. Oh, Lord have mercy. I need to. Thanks. Put anybody down. Good. Um, got a couple of emails regarding episode three of The Last of Us. Apparently, I'm doing myself a big disservice by not having watched the other two episodes. They're important. This was just like an elaboration on a minor character. What are they talking about, Mike? So the video game people who love the video game, which is great. I mean, it's a fantastic video game. They, like they always do when they take a game and adapt it to TV, they take different storylines. This storyline that you just heard about Bill and Frank, it was completely different in the game. And they really expanded on what was relatively a minor role and expanded on it, made it the entire third episode. So Bill and Frank are in the video game? Every character, yeah, yep. They are. So there's a little guy running around. His name is Bill. He's like reloading ammo to get the zombies. You haven't played a video game in a really long time, have you? No, I have not. So let's just say that the video game looks almost identical to what you're watching on TV. And like they have like little like you'll run and drive the truck and do all these different things. And then all of a sudden they'll have a scene that plays out that looks pretty much identical to what you're watching on TV. So it's kind of virtual it's very, reality kind of. Looking. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very immersive and it looks very very good. Okay, I guess I haven't. It's been a while. I did some bowling. I did some bowling on the Wii a few years back. There's not a pixely little guy named Bill running around. <laughs> like I'm picturing like Mario, you know, jumping, boing, boing. <laughs> I say if you. Okay, so it's very realistic yes, looking. Yes. Okay. That very first episode, no, you didn't watch it, but there was a scene where they're driving a truck away from this very scary moment, and that is one of the most like heart-pounding, awesome moments in any game, and they did such a perfect job of recreating that for the show. It was really, really well done. Okay, so here's my question. Yeah. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> if it's that realistic and it's almost identical, why do we need it? Because a tiny little fraction of people played the game compared to the massive number of people that have HBO Max, so they can make a whole heck of a lot of money off of it. All right. I accept that. Just trying to be friendly. (laughs) We're going to play a little game with DJ Rock Lobster. Uh, Mike, if you want to stay, you are more than welcome. Yes, play along. And you can play along at home. It is, what's it called again? Cover story. Cover story coming up next. It is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk about Crescent Tide because my mom, still around, saw her this weekend, uh, is a client of Crescent Tide because she 
prepaid and pre-planned for a simple cremation a couple years ago. And the reason she did that is because, uh, A, she likes having things done her way. She doesn't want to leave it up to me to have some weird funeral when she's gone. She wants things done her way. And she also likes to be a helper and uh, take care of things for my sister and me. So she took that off of our plate. She even paid for it. So when that day comes and my sister and I are, you know, in a bad place, grieving, missing our mom, uh, we just won't have to deal with that part because it's already been dealt with. So thanks, Mom. If that sounds like something you want to do for your family or if, uh, you know, God forbid uh, an unexpected death happened or you're preparing for that, uh, think about a simple cremation at Crescent Tide. They start at just $800. And if you look at their Google reviews, you'll see that they come through for people in that time. CrescentTide.com. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is entertaining the masses outside. This is my life. Just so you know. Everyone's got that guy that they work with, right? Has to stop at everybody's desk and say hello. This is garbage talk. This is true. I've warned everybody. Just getting from here to the cafeteria together is like a 45-minute walk. There are a few things at play here. In order, first of all, I just saw someone who I haven't seen in over a year. Okay, Maybe I saw more. him too. I said hello. Hey, yeah, but you're cold and standoffish because he knows that you don't know anything about him or whatever. And I'm like, dude, what have you been up to? And all this kind of stuff. I'm sure you worked with him in the '70s or whatever. But point is, then I see him, so I catch up with him real quick. We're we're just encouraging each other, dude. This is great. Congratulations on your new gig and all that kind of stuff. It's all great. We're having fun. That's that situation. Mm-hmm. Getting to the lunch now. Getting to the lunchroom. Two things are at play. A, I do love camaraderie. I am office camaraderie guy. I am not chili cook off guy, but I am office camaraderie guy. I will see you at a water cooler. I used to take walks down to the water cooler. If someone was like, "Anybody need water?" It's like, "Yeah, let me go on the walk with you to get." You know the what water. this sounds like? A guy who has a lot of kids. <laughs> I'm just looking for adult Yeah, conversation. Totally. That's what it yes. sounds like. Because those of us who don't have kids or kids are grown and out of the house, we're just like, I just, I want to get going, man. What What do you need? I would love to see you. You're, you're <laughs> totally right. Um, the other thing I was going to say is also, everybody in the building knows who I am. And a lot of people aren't aware of you just yet. I know. They in think I'm place. your handler. <laughs> no, no, no. That happened one time at the state fair. <laughs> I had you hold my back. It was great. It worked for all Believe of me, us. I know. This has happened to me with Marnie Gellner before. Oh, yeah. Big oh, yeah. deal, People Marnie Gellner. Like, I'm just standing in the background. Like, I'll hold her purse for her. Uh, <laughs> Who, um, by the way, is mad at you for disrespecting Dolly Parton earlier. And then the coat of many colors. Thank you. She said you're dead to her. Thanks, Marty! <laughs> What's happening? What was I trying to say? I don't know. Something about camaraderie. You like to talk to people. I like to. T- oh, 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 oh. Um, and not having kids versus having kids. I sometimes think about you at night, and I think, what would, what? Is that going I'm where doing you think? whatever I want. That is sometimes what I'm thinking. Anything, and anything I'm- I want. If I want to take a nap, I'm taking a nap. If I want to take a bath, I don't even have to shut the door. And well, here's where I think of you specifically. You you are able to sit down on the couch and like fully relax to a show. When you put a show on, you can fully relax to it. Mm-hmm. Where there will be times like if I'm if I want to sit down and watch a little bit of let's say Pardon the Interruption, my favorite sports show. I want to sit down and watch a little bit of it. That's ironic. <laughs> 
<laughs> Am I wrong? That's pretty good. I have multiple kids who are asking me things at different points or just commenting on what they're seeing, which is great. And Lou and I were just talking about this. It's great when they're in the room and there they're, 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 they're are questions and they're asking. And But it is just... It is a decidedly different experience than if you just watch something alone and hear. I've been getting to the point where I hear myself saying this more out loud now. When I get questions about any little thing that happens in a show, and then I keep saying, why don't we listen to find out what they say? Which is my way of saying, Shut up. I don't know the answer, and, and I, I'm, I have less of a chance of knowing the answer now. Because we're just talking a lot. So I sometimes, get it. But you know what? These are going to be the moments that you cherish the most when the kids are gone. Here's what they say. You're damn right about that. They say, when you have a messy house, when the mess leaves, the magic leaves with it. So you best not... Why don't we just, like, maybe try to find a different way to work out your issues? And a butterfly <laughs> Instead of at work. You do, and then we need to call Brian to find out the soup. That's fine. I bet you have a reputation here for being um, unapproachable, sh- short, Great. and she doesn't really care. That's the way I like they it. They see Stevie Boy come <laughs> up, and I'm like, what's going on over here? Well, oh, we got meat sticks today. Oh, nibble, nibble. Someone's hungry. You don't like to do any of this. As stuff. soon as you walk in the door, my stress level like, you know how dogs, up. their little hackles on their back go up when they I know, and then threatened. I slide over the door and I say, oh, hey, Donna. Then she says, oh, hey, what's up, Steve? And she is hoping that conversation stops there until we go on the air, more or less. Correct. I'm glad we had this talk. Let's call Brian. All right, wait for it. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. This is why I like Brian. Oh, yeah, he's like you. He's more like Crabby, <laughs> angry when people talk he's to playful, him. He's playful, but he doesn't want you to know it. Yeah, but he's always looking at the watch. Albert Cafeteria, please leave a message. Please leave a message at the oh, tone. We'll message, when finished, right. you may hang you up take or press one. pound for additional options. Hey, you grade-A doofus. Now, what the heck? You know that we call you at this time. There's not a line out the door. Half the people work from home now. What gives, man? Plus, I saw you earlier, and I could have asked you, but I said I'm going to save it for the bit. I'm going to wait until we call. I'm a purist. We laughed. I walked away. I thought we had something. Where are you? (laughs) Hey, it's not me. Aren't you mad at him? I'm surely filling in for Donna. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't Donna. You're not throwing your voice, never... though. <laughs> Where's Shelly? We want to talk to Shelly. Shirley yeah. wants to talk to Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. Can we hang on? I now? want to know what the soup is. Can you call him back real quick? Oh, my gosh. Oh, what? You got something else, Donna, for the other three minutes of the show? Come I see. Su- oh, we're doing the whole thing? Yeah, yep. I see. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> The last thing we have on our show outline today is soup. I don't think we want to wrap this up early. Anybody email? Soup of the day. Bye bye.
Robert's Cafeteria, please leave a message. Come on, man. Please now leave a message at the tone. Uh, when finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional <laughs> options. Super disappointing, dude. We're making you a star. A star! This is going to get you more money down the road because Talk. people will know your name. Talk about his lack of gratitude. What's his name again? Brian. Brian! You have no gratitude. This is really disappointing. It's a Monday. We're light and we needed you. And you just dropped the ball. Yeah, you know what the soup is? Suck soup. Yeah, It's suck served soup. up by Brian. It's a home recipe. Bye. Been cooking it his whole life. Sorry. We're hanging up. Fine. Disappointing. Very disappointing. I go to the email bag now. Okay. Um, Mailbag. Mailbag. This is like the Grammy show last night. It's all over the place. Susie Bakey. Susie, Susie. She sent an email that said, Skull, can you post a picture of the skull necklace that has upset the whole office? We can. It's going to go up on our social media. Who wore it best? I put it on. Donna put it on. It's a good time. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Then we have Brian. I'll read an email from Brian Oman. I'll read it cold. Loving that Rocco put the Misfits in his bumper music, but I was really hoping for the Sid Vicious version of My Way to keep the vibe going. That would have been really good, actually. Darn it. Stillwater Steve writes, how about listeners submit seven songs that they are singing and you guess the song? That's sort of a, uh, huh. if we run out of cover stories. That's cute. Super cute. Hmm. Can you ride me home? Sure. But then I would need picked up again tomorrow. Why for? Just so I don't have to deal with the stress of driving, operating a motor vehicle. Okay. I have your address in my GPS. Do you really? Don't worry about it. You should swing by sometime. Hmm. I will. I was in your neighborhood the other day, actually. I was out, well, sort of. I was out in Minnetonka area. Minnetonka, no, 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 different. Yeah. I mean, it's like. I mean, it's adjacent. 12 minutes away or something. Uh, but when right, you say my okay. neighborhood, it seems like you were on the block. Well, I went through Victoria. That's sort that's of. That's a town that's beside us, yeah. Yeah, I was in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sort of. Hey, Mike, where do you live? Uh, Invergrove Heights. Oh, nice. Yeah. G. IGH. Wow, very difficult. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right, come on, let's go. I'll let you guys buy me some soup. All right, bye.